Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Oh, Grant Wall. Yeah. I remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I that remember. shit was sad. I mean, like, yeah, all like, the tributes and stuff. Like, well, I, was, I mean, I barely read them. I did only because, like, when before football was big here, right, like, yeah. he was on top of it. Yeah. So, I read that. Do, do we want to go conspiracy theory into it? I don't know, because they haven't said anything. It's just, like, he died, and, like, a day later, he was home already. Yeah. I, I don't think it's suspicious. I don't know. But usually something comes out. It's just, like, he died, he's home. That's it. Radio silence. Well, see, I, I, I except, wonder if it's... Except all, everybody universally praising him. Yeah. Not where I wonder if. Welcome to the Pulpery Sportscast with Brock and Ben, where we run down the sports headlines we notice from around the world, focus on what we are interested in, and get angry about the little things. No yeah. offense, guys. The matches, on the other hand, have been <laughs> fucking fire. <laughs> But we love you, Grant Wall. Are we ready? Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not? We'll start with uh, Contreras. What's the kid's name from... uh... (sighs) Never mind. I was going to say something really bad. Oh, perfect. The the guy in... The Japanese guy? Who's now a free (sighs) agent? I know nothing about him. No, I don't I don't think he's Shotani or anything. He's the next six-year MVP. Well, no one is. The greatest pitcher. The greatest two-way player in baseball history well and and now the greatest californian ever to walk the planet are we from california now no well i mean you know, i'm kidding the angels freak out when he or the angels fan base freaked out when he didn't get mvp or cy young but you know he didn't he did okay. <laughs> let's not I, go okay, down start. there yep i'm not gonna do it i've done it before the real mvp got paid yeah, what I mean, what what was the sixty for nine years, and it's, it's and, forty million a year. That's and it sounds like it's backloaded. Too. I believe so. So we'll be the Mets, and he's he's thirty. <laughs> so think about that. Yeah. We are now paying him, and he's good, great. I bet he's got two good years left in him. I was gonna say, he's like, yeah, six seven. Like next year, you know, maybe even better than this past year, and then it's right. like he's gonna have. Like and he's he's his, injury prone anyway. His but, knee will explode. But when you've got that giant frame, right, and you're throwing frozen ropes from as far out in or, outfield to home plate, he's also the like like actually not even like a major injury. It'll be one of those things like he he pulls something in his shoulder, yeah. sliding into second. No, no. And then, like, he never rehabs it properly. So then his swing is... No, it'll be like he dislocates his pinky and ring finger on the strong hand of the when he's gripping the bat. Yeah. That hand. He'll, like, tear a tendon there, and he'll never get his swing back. Of course not, no. And then and then you all are left holding that bill that no one's going to want to buy. Fuck, who wants to buy a, a 6'7 ginger who hit 62... Who is the real home run king... Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's got a great smile, though. He does. A great smile. He does He does fantastic post-game interviews. And now he's the captain. I don't even know if they've made that official yet. But 
I think he's the unaf- it, it, he's captain and and he hasn't been knighted yet. Yeah. But I mean, I, yeah, he's he's the career Yankee now. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, drafted and brought up. We don't have many of those. I mean, that's not the bad. I mean, that's not the worst move y'all made. So, oh, it's the only one we've made. I think we no, we signed uh, Brian Cashman. <sighs> Fuck you! Why did you have to do that? <laughs> and Aaron Boone. There we go. Let's run it back. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> But if Heyman's right, the Yankees are taking a hard look at Ron Rondone yeah. with the Cardinals and the Cubs and Houston. Well, I mean, he he he's like the last big pitcher yeah. out there. Yeah. So, I you know. Yeah, because the guys that it drops off to like second or third starters after that. Yeah, if and I'm that, not I'm not backtracking <laughs> what I said. Um, but, and, and I will, I will preface it with this. The Cardinals have money. They got money coming. I mean, they've always had money. Well, even last year, even with, you know, like the season not starting off on like full start over 3 million fans. So like money's pouring in and you just lost two of the larger contracts. Yeah, and I mean, and we signed Wainwright for another one year deal for a bag of beans. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, frankly speaking, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people you might say it, he's not he's not worth that much. But we went out and we made sure that we got Contreras because yes. we we and that's that's the other part is, is that um, one. Yeah, one. He did. <laughs> he uh, Contreras did all the again once like like many other guys that we've gotten like Arenado and Goldschmidt he did all the right things once he signed he you know he put out there you know how many gave, years did they give him uh five okay right. I don't know why I thought it was eight I was yeah lose my mind. but he comes in and he's like look I can't replace Yachty and yeah. and we're all kind of going like yeah. you can't you can't defensively but please replace him offensively that would be great yeah but um, he, Yachty had his moments sure yeah but. You know those last these last two years he was like the first two years of Yachty like oh yeah two twenty he, he was you know. no Jorge Posada no no like he was no Joe Girardi <laughs> sorry well we had Girardi too <laughs> you're right <coughs> I think he was on like the ninety five team or like ninety five ninety six so all right but, I almost passed out but the. The other benefit of Contreras is is he's from within the division, mm-hmm. so at least our most of our returning pitchers, particularly the ones who've been around for a few years with us, he already knows them, like yeah, as a competitor, so he knows how to handle. He's them. seeing them, however many games they play now in the division these yeah. days, a hundred games out of one sixty now, yeah. <laughs> it fucking feels like it. <laughs> So, so it's. I like the move. You know, it, I want him to go out and get. I mean, everybody wants him to go out and get a pitcher. Well, that's the shortstop issue is not that big because you got a lot of these young bucks who can play second base. And Tommy Edmond is very good defensively at shortstop. We just got to get his bat consistent. But we got yeah, a new well, we got a new yeah. hitting coach for that, and we also have Matt Holiday as the bench coach. So you yeah, got essentially two hitting coaches. Yes, you just have a guy that's going to be like, come here. Yeah, your your elbows wrong. Yeah, by about two and a half centimeters. Yeah. Just move it in here. Or you're you're lifting your leg too early. Right, just yeah, like a millisecond too early. Yeah, like just 
count a second before you want to and then swing. Wait. It's like when a video game, you gotta wait on this fucking quick time and fucking Elden Ring. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, imagine that. So the Cardinals signed. Yeah, we got. Re signed, and then they went out and got one of the biggest needs. Yeah. Yankees spent all off season and winter meetings hooking up the current GM, the current manager, and our MVP home run leader. So you just you just re-signed a bunch of the same. Yeah, we're just running it back. Oh, <laughs> let me. Uh, I forgot. I forgot about. Uh, I, can't, I I don't. I think I try to scrub his memory, his name from my brain. Uh oh. <laughs> Josh Donaldson. Oh yeah. Would you give him a 10-year contract? I think it was 12. I don't know. <laughs> Rizzo's back, though, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, I, we need middle relief and one starter. Well, but, and we've talked about this with Rizzo before, is you have him for the clubhouse. Right. Like, and he's still, he's still, but you've got... Stanton, who can step in there and right, but Stanton's a prima donna. Like Rizzo has always been, like the glue guy. Oh yeah, no, I only said Stanton could step in at first base. Yeah, for him if he needs days off. No, Stanton is a. Although I thought y'all had like twelve first basemen though. We do. I was going to say DJ Lemayhew because I think he's still on the roster. Yeah, we got rid of the Mister Voigt. God, I love you, kid. And his, yeah, he's. He's destined to bounce around, and then he'll be like um, uh, Schwarber. Like, he just pops up yeah. with some team, and it's just like bombs right. all he'll, the he'll, time. He'll bounce around one-year, two-year contracts. Yeah. He'll have a year like he did with the Yankees to bounce, but you're right. And then one year, he's just going to... I think, go. yeah. I think the biggest question, because we all know what the Mets are going to do. Oh, they've already started. But so did, did Philly get their championship team? If they perform like they did last year. Yeah, but remember, they were a fucking shit show. But that was because of Girardi. Remember? Well, Once they I fired it, like, they they had that, the the one in a million thing. You get rid of your manager mid, or early mid-season. And Tampa, then, Tampa and then, did that. Yeah, and then somehow your bench coach knows more than... The, Imagine that, because the bench coach doesn't have binders, plural, binders. Or do, doesn't assume they know everything. Binders. Yeah. Um, yes, it sure looks like they bought their championship team. Yeah. I mean, they're starting, their top three can go against the greatest team in baseball history, the Astros. <laughs> so... Which... I'm I'm still amazed by that. Like, Dusty Baker gets you back from the shame of the league, and you only give that man a one year extension, and then release the GM, right? And let your Cy Young pitcher go, who is getting old, but you don't try to one year, like yeah, uh, like yeah, like, they are so full of themselves, <laughs> and that's what it is. Yeah. They're just like fuck this. We keep churning out kids. It will run out. That's very fitting for Houston, though, too. Yeah. Houston, the city's very full of itself, too. It, it, I, it is. I'm sorry to the people who live in Houston, but... And Deshaun, you know, you Deshaun know. Watson. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's next? Oh, yeah. 
Well, speaking, speaking of Philly. <laughs> Title Town USA. <laughs> Holy. Yeah, so um, I watched a good chunk of the game. Well, at least until it got out of hand. Yeah. I did too, actually. They yeah. are fucking good. Yeah, it's... Um, seriously, they won the lottery with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they did. And that coach... Running the hybrid <laughs> triple option play action, what do they call it? Yeah. Read offense. Yeah. I mean, you don't just imitate whatever Bill Belichick's person is doing. Well, That's we've weird. been saying that you should do with Taysom Hill. Yeah. Like, just don't have him throw all the time. Running back go, he reads the guy. If not, he runs. It's, if not, he throws the it's pass. It's bizarre. It's like, it's defensive coordinators have no idea what to do when you have like that. Oh, they could pitch it especially, out to him. I don't what? How? Especially when everybody in those skill positions is on fire. Right. Like it's it's impossible. It's almost impossible to stop. Right. If your quarterback can put it where it needs to be on those rare, that's why they've got so many chunk plays. Yeah. Because that defense comes all the way up because they're expecting somebody to run the ball and they go over the top. And yeah. their defense and it, and is, it doesn't have to be a deep ball. It's just no, a little it's just like right there and he's wide open. A little a little Hostetler to Mark Bavaro. Right. Straight down. Except it's not down the middle, it's like down the seam. Yeah. They look and their defense is really good too. And so is their special teams. I mean they should. They have like a third of the Former yeah, Saints I mean, it's defense. like the Saints North. <laughs> so, and fuck Tom Brady. Just think about if if, the, if Dennis Allen isn't such an idiot that he'd be on a two-game losing streak. Well, the... the and the Saints would be in first place in the Yeah. Game. Well, I'm, I'm more fascinated now by watching how the sports media world reacts to like a failing Tom Brady an angry old man yeah like I don't I can't think of another athlete who was angry but I mean like out. like to the point where like <laughs> I'm surprised Skip Bayless is still alive I see <laughs> I, I I stopped listening to him for my health no where it it went on I mean He's it's like it's Twitter. a viral thing it's but like Twitter or a human being he was he was shitting on Shannon Sharp like Live on their show, yeah. What, what being like that? Shannon Sharp was a pussy for retiring so early, and that t- Tom Brady's the greatest. And like, you could just see like Shannon Sharp like holding every like I can't kill this motherfucker live on television and on radio. He but, was like, saying that, and it all started with like, is is Tom Brady over? And Skip oh, Bayless God. is defending His fucking Tom Brady. head exploded. Yeah, and you're just going like. Like, how is it you all let this one that's, prima donna? That, that that's the hill. Yeah, that, there it is. Yeah. That's the fucking hill that that we're dying on. These the days. goat. He can we just get past that already? Yes, know. he's the goat. He won that's, lots of he won lots of Super Bowls. That doesn't mean he's not a fucking douchebag. Yeah, and well, I mean, I'm still insanely biased, but I, you know, if we were to do the. <coughs> You know, the, 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 the baseball scenario, you have one game. Like, if I had an NFL game and my life was on the line, I want Joe Montana. Every fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Every time. That's that's my guy. That's every, who I want. All things being equal? Yeah. Yeah, I want Joe Montana every, every single time. Right. If it's a series, I take him and Elway next. Sure. 
and that, that's it like end of list yeah I don't yeah Marino can never win the big one yeah no 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 he was he put up that's what I'm saying Elway well, carried and those teams I still I still always find it interesting like you really look back on the a lot of those championship teams how many of them were working with the guy that they never thought that they I mean like your like your Mark Rippins your yes. Jeff Hostetler's your um, who is the dude for the Ravens? Um, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Or uh, what is the guy who's now a head Frank Reich? Yeah. Who's now a head coach? Oh, yeah. Who, to be completely honest, I wouldn't mind coaching my organization. Yeah. Although. Yeah, he kind of got the shit into the deal at get, Atlanta. Although. Sean Payton. The rumors of Sean Payton wanting to come back. Yeah. We'll we'll save that for another time, right? Because I want to talk about the seven wins in a row Pelicans real quick. And I've always I'm a, I'm a Knicks fan, yeah. Because but that's that's how it is. But they're but they're nicking it up right now. But I've been in New Orleans <laughs> long enough. I've seen two franchises here, right? So I'm always you know keeping an eye and yeah, they're fucking deep. And they're good. And Zion is legit in the MVP conversation at this point. Yeah. And I mean, and this is without <laughs> this is without really Ingram playing. So. Exactly. CJ McCollum. Oh, man. Yeah. Him and Alvarado are delightful to watch. Exactly. <laughs> how about Zion's 360 <laughs> up by however many we were up? I love it. Well, I absolutely love it. And his... And his explanation being like, look, like I went there when the Suns put us out and I'm sticking, I'm standing up for my teammates. Like that's the perfect answer yeah. to that. Not being like, you know, Hey, it's Fuck what I do. Guys. Play defense. Like I would have been like, if you don't like it, stop me. Yeah. Play defense. The only thing. Oh, wait, wait, Chris Paul, you, Chris Paul, there were, cause the next day people were like, shut up, Chris Paul. And yeah. It was like a mashup of him doing layups with. The sun's up twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. So now, okay. Where see, like I, that's what I was gonna ask. I was like, I didn't, I couldn't remember if there was a background to the, because New Orleans used to love Chris Paul. Well, he was the savior, even when he was on all those other teams. But I think, with but the, that makes more sense. Like when the suns, <laughs> I was gonna choke on my own innards. You're pretty gassy. Yeah. So, when Chris Paul came back in the playoffs last year, yeah, and like we gave him a warm reception, but then he proceeded he, to he he he's Chris Paul, so yeah. like he has no option but to be a a dick, whatever. So the city turned on him. I don't know. I I just I love what Willie Green's doing with this team. Yeah, and and to think like that's just you know gamble on. You know, an assistant hey, coach from somewhere and be like, okay, like... Here you go. Clearly, the veteran coaches weren't working for us, so... And he had draft picks, so he could build the team like he wanted to. Yeah. And he's got a couple of seasons under his belt to, like, bring in people he wants via free agency or trades. Um, which is why the team... Not a, Zion's the superstar, but everybody... I mean, Ingram, everybody, or McCollum. But it's not like the big three of all these other teams... 
Well, shit. I mean, like the the dudes coming off the bench. That's what I'm are saying. Are putting up double digit numbers and <clears throat> um, points. A game and then... last week, there was six or seven guys that all had double digits. Yeah, yeah. It was like four or five had at least twenty points. Yep. It's they're good. Yeah. And it's gonna be fun. Now I'm gonna have to spend money to go see them. Yeah. I'm with you. All yeah, right. be fucking right up. Let's wait for that. Like, yeah, like. Last the, Wednesday, like the five dollar ticket beer night or whatever. Last it is. Wednesday, if you bought a ticket for the lower bowl, yeah, you automatically got an Alvarado jersey. Oh, son of a bitch. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. 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 <laughs> and the and the the ticket. Longquist is only like Longquist is what Messi's doing now. Yeah, trying to win that trophy. Because I wonder, did he win an Olympic? I'm sure he won international. Longquist, I'm talking about. Yeah, so. not Messi yet. Because Messi, I think today finally at thirty, how thirty-seven years old, finally stood. Yeah, he's been really? in five World Cups. Oh yeah. I, for some reason, I thought you were talking about Messier. <laughs> no. Like, 37? No, Mark Messier's. Yeah, I, I know. I was going to say, that is a hard 37. <laughs> Messi. Yeah. Messier. Anyway, he, he uh, if there were any debate. Well, here, we're listening. Yeah, just go ahead and start. I don't give a shit. Hopefully the internet will stay working. Leo Messi is... is he, fastly approaching or as 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 we've said before he's taking this moment to pull his dick out yep. and just throw it on the table the middle of the pitch and that the most opportune time he undressed i know we were talking about it off mic but he undressed that i think the kid was 20 the one that was wearing the face mask yeah. for croatia he's been a bastard well, and a big burly I look because I don't get it twisted. I love Croatia. Yeah. Um, well, and their thing is defense. And Messi carved them up. Yeah. The second goal, where the dude on a defensive corner got the ball and ran eighty yards <laughs> and scored a goal. Well, and, and like it, and like you pointed out, like Croatia looked exhausted, but they were only on half the field most of the match. Correct. So like you're running. You know, half the distance that you normally do. Constantly yeah. chasing is the right. problem. Like when you don't have the ball, you can slide. I mean, when you have the ball, you can slide into open space and take the pass, or you make a run. When you're on defense, man, you are chasing that ball. But it's almost like Argentina and Messi today were like, you know, Nash or internationally going like, "Hey, Spain, Portugal, here's how you actually do what you were trying watch, to watch do." Watch this. You want to see how to break down a team? Do this. And that's what they can do. This is how you really ticky-tack pass. <laughs> Dybala got on the pitch today. So Juventus has... So you're just having like a wet dream. 
Well, and there's uh, Di Maria's on that team, plays for Juventus. Yeah. Paredes is on that team, plays for Juventus. And Dybala. So, yes. I love it. <laughs> and Argentina's the Italy of South America. You know this? Yeah. <clears throat> when the Italians jumped ship from Italy, <laughs> Argentina was one of the first places. New Orleans, <laughs> New York. Those ports. <laughs> Yes, and I've read books. I'm not just making that not up. up. <laughs> Legit. So. And don't forget the Nazis. They went to Argentina, too. Correct. Uh, and they came here as well. <laughs> but they made rockets for us. All right, anyway. Nuclear fusion, man. Nuclear fusion. Um, yeah. That, and that, they're, I didn't realize I'm going to butcher his name. Scolaris? Scolari? The manager? Yeah. I didn't realize he's like 40 years old. I think he's younger than me. There, see, every, every time I was able to look up and watch, they were showing the Croatian manager who just looked like he was about, like he was he, just about to walk away. He, he always looks like that, though. <laughs> know, yeah. Like after the second goal, like this look of resignation came over yeah. him. Like, man, we, we're up against it. This, this team is good. Like Modric, even after the game, yeah. like he, he wasn't, I know he was probably crazy upset, but like he was just like. I would think th- this is probably easier to take in that they were even more of an underdog. Yeah. And like, again, you're going up against the hottest team internationally right now. Exactly. And uh, I mean, they, they look good for 30 minutes. I'm telling you, man, they ran out of gas. Yeah. And. It's an old, I mean, it's an well, oldish team, well, too. Well, and they played back-to-back 120 minutes that went into penalties. Yeah. Like, that's hard to do in 10 days. Well, that's what caught up to them last World Cup. I mean, they By did the time they, they got to the, the final. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly. They were the first team to win multiple penalties. Yeah. <clears throat> before making it to the final. <laughs> yeah. And then, then they beat that record this year. <laughs> right. Because every, well, except today. Yeah. And they played um, France good last year. Yeah, so, I mean, that, I mean that that was actually a fairly high scoring. When it was three like, one was yeah. the final, but it was. I think Croatia might have went up, and then it was one one, and then and then it was like squeaky bum time, and, and then, then France Mbappe scored. Was yeah, like, oh yeah, France by the scored. Way, Croatia me. started pressing, and then they scored again. Hurt like that's that's what I thought today would be, but Croatia didn't score. No. I thought, yeah, I thought they're, but you're right. Like, and plus two, you, you have that many high profile games like Croatia had. Yep. There's enough video out there. Plus they beat a, a really good manager is going to end with a veteran squad. Like you got, you're going to be able to carve up any, no matter how good they are. And you're going to find every team. Brazil. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. They beat Brazil. That's, that's all that needs to be said. Yeah. Like Morocco is beating everyone, right? But like they're they were doing the same kind of thing that Croatia was doing. It's like, look, just sit back. They're going to make a mistake. You capitalize on that one right. mistake, and then you hold. But like, as much criticism, well, I guess yeah. We, we we haven't we didn't talk about like the the last leg of the previous knockouts, but yeah. But with like France, like I. Granted, I I mean that's that's my ancestral team. I get it. Um, but and, and when everybody was like, I can't believe you know, look, 
or you know they sh- the other team should have. Uh, why am I blanking on who they played last? England. Right. <laughs> I guess that's the that's the downfall to following a Premier League team is you're on all these English Twitter yeah I, feeds. I, and so, you know, all the <coughs> officiating or whatever, it's like the officiating had nothing with Giroud beating you. Uh, <laughs> and the officiating was shit for both of you. Right. Trash. And it's like you all decided to let Griezmann get into open space and just lay the most perfect so, ball. Well, Southgate fell into that trap that Burhalter does. Yeah. Like, I'm, this is how we play. It's either back three or back four, but they're going to play that way, right? Down the wings. That's yeah. their young guys. Put it into Harry Kane. Or Harry Kane in the middle, he's going to take the ball and he's going to pass it to somebody. And France was like, okay. Rabiot ran around like a madman, making tackles. They were... <laughs> Getting penalties. And, yep, and, and doing that. But it's, it's hard when Mbappe drags that... Wing back. They had two. They, they double teamed him the whole time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And if and he's dragging two guys, lose. well, he's dragging two guys that right. would normally be way right. up the pitch right. in the offense. And he's he's making them come back, which is opening space for other people. Yeah. Griezmann. Because <laughs> well, they had him as like a regista. He was playing behind the front line and dropping back and get the ball and putting the ball all over the place. Yeah. I was impressed. He is. Which is what he's he's really good at. He, he's I mean, evolved yeah. from that wing striker position. Well, the, yeah. I mean, I mean, effectively, well, I mean, he, he's more of a winger. He still is a winger, but he's like the French Modric. Like, yeah. you give him enough time. He plays further up the pitch than Modric. Yeah. But he can lay it in yep. on a dime. <clears throat> exactly. And like, you know he what? put it right on Giroud's cowlick. <laughs> it, and he should have scored on the in the ball that came in previous, yeah. which got him the corner kick. Like Giroud was England, you lost because your center back's name is Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> well and uh Excuse me. And what what What's lost in a lot of it too was, uh, and and I'm not harping on Harry Kane blowing the penalty. I'm not. I don't even need to mention that. But what I mean, like what one of the quick analysis that some or one of the announcers said, I forget who was calling the game. It might have been um, Donovan or somebody. And no, no, no. It was. Uh, or was it the <coughs> Taylor Twelman or Stuart Holdman? Yeah, and, Stuart uh, Holdman. Yeah. But they they were saying is that what, John Paul Della Camera yeah is that but, him? But what threw Kane off was, you know, he picks a spot and he goes for it, and he saw Ugo going there. They're on and the same this, team, right? And so he did. He guessed right, knowing you know maybe knowing like oh he's gonna fuck this up. Well, he guessed right. Harry Kane saw it and tried to and make tried an to, alteration. And, and, and tried to alter it yeah. mid shot instead of just taking the shot, which. I mean, if you're taking a penalty, pick your spot and go, go to for, it. Yeah. Don't give. I don't care about anything else. Pick your spot and hit it as hard as you can at that spot. Well, and if you're a professional, I love in the world Maurice, cuts, but like he's not a big dude. So if no. you if you kick it hard enough, you're gonna get. Even if he gets a hand on it, you might. Well, get he it. had a hand up. Yeah. Only because the ball was going that way, but right, you're here. He came, man. Just smash it right there. Right. If he saves it, good on him. But. But luckily for Harry Kane, he's white. So English media will not rip into him like Thank as if his name was God. Although Saka. now he has got to... Uh, 
Although did the, he pass Wayne Rooney with yeah, the penalty? Did. Yeah. That sucks. How old is he? No way he makes the next World Cup. Uh, you know, who knows? Although the English squad, that their youth matches up really well with the United States youth right. as far as age at the next World Cup. I was going to say, like, like the two big stars yeah. of that game were Saka and... Um, who was the other dude who missed the penalty in the Euros? Um, let's see, you had Marcus Rashford. Saka, Ra- Rashford, yeah. And he so, came on off the, off the bench. And like Jude Bellington... Should have scored a goal. Is like, that really one that went good. off the top of the like Rashford's one that missed by yeah. like that much? I mean, but it was just that was the other thing. Like England, like the juju just wasn't going their way. Like everything was wide. Like they couldn't get anything in the in, they, you know They went behind. Yeah, you know and they they. It's I can't say anything because Italy's not even in the World Cup. Right. And the United States got knocked out. But something about those big pressure situations, and they keep saying, okay, they've made it to the semifinals at the World Cup. They made it to the finals at the Euros. They, they're they ready for this. Right. And no. And I know they ran up against France, unlucky, but you got to beat the teams in front of you. Look at Croatia. They were. Well, and then. Look and at the, Morocco. And I we still haven't even like, touched on. They did France a favor. Because they showed, like, France can still beat you, even well, if you double-team Mbappe. So it's so, not just a one-man team. France has been put in a position a couple of times where they'll get up a couple of goals, and then they'll let teams back into matches. Yeah. Um, or they just they, they find stretches to where they just get lazy, I guess. But it's well, they the, did in the England game. It's I mean. the French, whatever. But, yes, so... And that's the thing, because even the, the announcers were talking about that. You know, just hang out, just hang in the game. If you get one opportunity, then the French, oh, they get a little shaky. Yeah. They were saying that about uh, Messi and them, too, in Argentina. I just I just love it that, I mean, again, I'm, I love the man, but that Giroud was going to be left off. Olivier. For Benzema, which, I mean, I totally understand that. I mean, Benzema's one of the best players operating right now. And now? But now he he's also come in and just put his dick on the table. So he is also the leading... French scorer. French score international scorer of all time. Of all time. Pass, surpassing... Shut up, Thierry. There you go. <laughs> um, Who's another phenomenal player. Fucking so. <laughs> Christ! Okay, no offense, Olivier. You are no... No Thierry Henry. No, no yeah. Thierry Henry. On the international stage, good on you, man. You yeah. are fucking killing it. Because he's got the thing that the Netherlands height. Yeah. Well, and he's always... I mean... He just seems to be in the right place at the right time. Well, I mean, he, he can he can make a quick run. Is really... I mean, he you know, he just sort of hangs out, and then it's like, oh... All right. That's now, what I'm saying. I, boom, boom. Like, I know where the balls... Those strikers... Yeah. Ibrahimovic, Ronaldo, like pure strikers. Bamford's even one. Like you just know instinctively where that ball's going to be. Three steps before any of the defeat... By the time the, the defender's like, holy shit. And I think that's why it wor- it's worked out with Giroud. I mean, how long has he been playing with Griezmann? How long has he been playing shit. with those other dudes? And now he's playing for AC Milan. Right. But yeah, he's been on a lot of good... It's so crazy. He's been a journeyman. And, but he's every team he's on is good. 
They're scared. They're scared of his roguish good looks. Scared of all of that stuff. He scares me. Well, I. So I, how does Mar- okay? We'll move on because yeah. we can talk about Olivier forever, <laughs> and we didn't even get to the rest of the team. Yeah. Um. No, so we did talk Morocco, about Mbappe, but yeah. Yeah. No, well, we don't. We talked about Griezmann instead, even though Mbappe well, was. So Morocco proves. Our theory from the very beginning that we had in, in our special podcast. Remember when I said... Don't sleep on an AFCON team. That and, plays, and this is a different AFCON team. Yeah. Because they're not flashy and naive and just attack all these big teams and then just get shredded. Yeah. They play compact. Def- they're, they're basically the... Atletico Madrid of five years ago, the Juventus in the Champions League final. Yeah. Like, they play defense, defense, defense. If they score a goal, they will win. They're the hardest team to break down if you are down 1-0. One, one well, and I, I, I keep thinking, because, I mean, there's no standout superstar of that. Hakimi. Yeah. Ziyech. But, I mean, it's like what? Like, their top goal scorer has two. Yeah, no. They've just, they're getting goals from everybody. And they're not scoring a ton, but they no, don't give yeah. up any, anything. Yeah, any. So you would, I would think that that coach, he's, or their sorry, their manager, you, he's the one that he's about to get some international looks. club teams are really just looking like at. the goalie. Like I'd be looking at him over Berhalter. <laughs> I can't believe his ego is so big. <laughs> That he's like, nah, I'm going to go to Europe. Yeah. Bruh. Where the fuck are you going in Europe? Good God. I, we're we're going to... I'm going to save, yeah. save that for yeah. fucking... It'll be weeks. It'll be, it'll be the... Okay. Anyway. Focus. Focus, focus. There are a handful... When we talked about him at the very beginning, the handful of guys on the Netherlands team who are about to get paid, the goalie yeah. from Morocco, about to get super paid. Right. Um, but we haven't talked about managers. No, we are, haven't. And the that, young guy for Argentina. Yeah. And the I think the guy, the guy from Morocco is young-ish. Yeah, I mean, I think he's either early thirties or I might even I want to say they may even said like late twenties or something. There's no way. But at any rate, yeah. he's young. So those two guys are definitely going to get some looks. Mm-hmm. Um. Even if it's just in, well, no, they're going to get some looks. Yeah. Like the kid today for Argentina, um, Ramirez, is that his name? Who had two goals today? Yeah. He had two goals. He's going to get, about to get paid. Right. I think he plays for Benfica at the moment. Benfica is about to make a lot of money off him. A lot. Because he is, uh, he's shown out. Yeah. I have no idea what the time is at this point. Oh, is it off again? Oh, yeah, Damn of it. course. Who cares? <laughs> so, tomorrow, there's only three matches left, goddammit. I think France goes through, right? Yeah, we're way over time. Are we? There's no way. We started at 44 minutes. It's out 101. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I mean, we could just move it into the next sex segment. Oh, yeah, it'll work out that way. Yeah. 
Alright, you know what? We could probably stop stop it when I started shitting on Burhalt <laughs> six minutes ago. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. So we're just gonna we're just gonna pick up right where we left off about Greg Verhalter being there you go. an asshole, and I don't know how people in Europe are going to uh, how teams in Europe how he thinks his ego. I said it earlier. His ego is so big that he thinks these European clubs want to hire him. Well, it's you know it's particularly this little interview at a conference he did. Is 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 fascinating because like like I'm I'm with you like when I first read it like what the fuck is he divulging any of this about? Because he's um, and that like as if he's, I'm not going to mention the name like everybody's going to fucking figure this out and right. within what like thirty minutes of the story breaking every I mean even in comments on it it was like oh he's talking about Reina and, and and it was again his ego thinking. Watch this. I'll get I'll get out in front of everything. Yeah, and then Geo's. Let me show you how, how much control I have, and, and he's going to show you how immature he is. Yeah. when Reina did not do that. He's like, look, yeah, I, okay. I owned up to it, and then now it's like this shit's supposed to stay in the right. Like in the I, I said, yeah, I found out I wasn't playing. I was salty, like anybody would be. Right, but I got over it and and helped the team. And then this other shit comes out. Well, like, and, that's just. And before you go off, too, is that the other part I found interesting about that story was that it seemed like pre World Cup, he was already set on, like, oh no, these, like. Yes. And, and that idea of, like, oh, I will not alter my starting lineup. Which is his. I've been saying it right. the whole time. I wanted to set you up for it. <laughs> No plan B, right? He yeah. even went into it just bull thick headed as fuck. <laughs> I'm thick headed, but it, no, you can't do that. Yeah. You've got to be able to adjust and all this shit. And you can't bury one of your fucking up and coming kids. The fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Why would you, do, if I'm the, the United States Football Association or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. I'm not, I don't want his toxic ass anywhere near the program. Like, what, what does that say to all these other kids who are in line, the 18, 19-year-olds who should be called up in a year or to be ready for, like, the Copa in 2024? What well, does that say I, to like, them? I want to hear from, like, McKinney. I want to, like, you know, someone who actually got in trouble. Right. And had to, and was not, you know, given this same no. treatment. Um, and then, you know, as well as too, like even like Aronson and, and Adams being like, is this like, now that you know that this got out, even though it was, you know, you know, oh, we're not naming names, but like, like, how, yeah. How does that make you feel about the future of this clubhouse for lack of better phrase? Well, no, but, no, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it is. Especially when you only get together for two, three, four weeks at a time, right. two weeks during the year most of the time, 
And then, because there's only two week-long windows. And then in the summer, if you have some matches. But that never happens because the, these kids, players, human beings, need time off. So you really don't have a camp, per se. So why would a kid want to come in and be berated or ignored? Not berated, excuse me. Ignored. Because the manager already has his mindset on how things should be. Like, you're not playing for a position at that point. You're just going through the motions. Right, you've already been told, no, you're not. Right. Like, you are, you are rele- relegated to the bench no matter, no matter how well you do. No matter what happens. Yeah. You can be the best player on this pitch at every single training right, and leading up to the match, and it doesn't matter, you're still sitting down. And, and if somebody time, gets like, hurt, this is, I'm going to put somebody else in before you. If this is, if this is, you know, like, oh, it's a player-led kind of thing, well, where's Pusilic on that? Because, like, that's what he's been going through at Chelsea. Exactly. Being like, you know, hey, don't be a dick about that. Let let the kid have a chance, and then we'll see. You know? So, uh, if, if I had to guess, when a decision is made on if, douchebag is going to be the manager or not yeah that's when the stories will start trickling out like if he does not come back then then you'll start to hear whispers from all these other players if he they're not going to say anything not knowing if he's coming back because burhalter's again his ego is so Um, big that if anybody even hints at hey man i'm on reina's side like it makes perfect sense they might not get called up well, and that were and to put it into a different context of another. He sport. didn't call Pepe up. No, when we needed scoring, he didn't even. He left him off the fucking roster. As well as Ariola, Ariola, who's like the American Giroux. Yeah, I mean, not in looks, but in and like well, he's nobody's. always like bum rushing the. No, no, the net. yeah, he's like Gerhard. Yeah, because I don't think he's as tall as Giroux. But no, no, but nobody's as tall and striking. Good but he's like, yeah, Olivier. he's like he's like Gerhard or your. Chiesa, he will just bombard the right. net, and if it's in the air, no he'll fear. somehow get his head on the ball. And Absolutely not, and no fear. And yeah, and you just leave him off there. But like you said, with the with the younger talent, because what we're facing now is not not only going back through the CONCACAF tournaments, but we, we also have, have Olympic qualifiers coming yeah, up. So we, the good and that's news not is... going to be the superstars. That's going to be the... The, the under 18, 23 19, exactly yeah. that are complete competing at all the and they i think aaronson was still playing with them yeah. two years ago so but if you know like oh if i if i don't do well like in this early stage then and he's doesn't have my mindset i've got, a, I've got on a stain me. on my record right. like he who else did he sit for like a year never called him up one of the defensemen maybe yeah I but think, like, Deadspin has a really good article about the pros and cons of Burhalter. Okay, I'll have to read it, because I, I don't see... I mean, there's clearly pros. I mean, we won the group. We lost to... Well, England. and that their pros were, like, he changed the culture of the U.S. men's national team to where it's not a burden to play that you want to play for him. But then... Like you're saying, it's a, it doesn't take much to just ruin all of that. Exactly. Oh, what I was going to say, it was like in baseball, the manager never goes out and talks about what happens in kangaroo court. No. Like, whatever happens there, like whatever the players the decide. The only time he has to 
you don't go and go, oh, yeah, by the way, we were about to demote this guy. Right. But then, you, you know. You don't address anything unless it happens to happen in the dugout. And you're right. And he did it in a way where it's like, look at how good I am. Right. And, that, and that's just, that is his thing. He has shown that to be him from the jump. I think even when he was coaching in the MLS, like yeah. that was his. I will say this. Burt Klinsman does not get enough credit for revamping. He the was a shit, he was a shit manager. Oh, yeah. He showed that when he had Germany and Italy beat them in Germany in the he, semifinals. Like he, he was, I mean, he's the definition of too cute. Like Correct. He kept trying all these dumbass shit. But, yeah. But the academy, the way right. we rec- recruit, the way that there is now a set system of play... That people forget that Klinsman set all that up. Like, that's yeah. what he was hired to do. Burhalter took it and went, yes, you should be playing football. You should be playing soccer, sorry. You should be playing soccer. And now you've got all these kids. Everybody's talking about this being the golden generation. This may just be the start of generation Multiple. after generation yeah. after generation of got kids coming through. Now it's... You mean out of a you know, population of 350 million? How many million are in Croatia? Well, like four. four. There are more people in Houston, Texas <laughs> than in Croatia. And they were in the semifinals. Excuse me. Back to back in the finals oh, and in the semifinals right. of the World Fucking Cup. Yeah. Houston, Texas. <laughs> <sighs> But at any it, rate, I'm just, so well, and it's to, the, and, the, the I'm question sorry. becomes, sorry, before no, no, I forget, no. before my ADD gets a hold of me, the question <laughs> becomes, are we just going to keep rolling out these decent generations only to make it to the knockout round? Or yeah. are we going to evolve to where we are steady, like, okay, now we're winning the group stages. I'm not winning, but we're progressing. Right. Right? Then you got to win that next match or not. We're, we're just fucking Mexico. Or... Any one of the AFCON teams, like or you wa- England for decades. Correct. Yeah. You 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 want to. You're pissing away a golden generation because you Belgium. Can't. Yeah. You, you you can't right, but you're if you're going to keep churning out these teams, you, you, and I get it, coaches don't have a long shelf life on the international level. I'll that's all. I'll I'll stop. I'll get off my soapbox. No, but where, where I think, and this is where, and I'm not saying that he should be the one that they, because actually I don't want him leaving right now, but that's the importance of somebody like Jesse Marsh, is being successful in, say, the Premier League, opens that door, not for Greg Berhalter's, Bur- but innovative younger coaches who can then test their medal. Kind of like Argentina's coach and Morocco's. Right. Yeah. But, and if, if we can solidify American coaches on the international stage. Which is what we're doing. Then what you can have is, as you're talking about with the like up and coming, like generation after generation, we can have this revolving door of American coaches who are in a similar system, similar style. You mean like, like the Germans? Germans? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Sorry, it's like Mannschaft. Yeah. Uh, the French team has done that. Right. Well, um, and God, you think about that right now, like, like, but even 
even if Deschamps drops out, who do they have? Zidane. Oh, well, they, they've got God waiting for right. wings. Who is, I mean, and he's smart enough because he learned that from Real Madrid. Don't fuck with what works. No. Work with what works. Exactly. And you put your spin on that. Yeah. That's it. I've never been a professional manager, but I've coached. <laughs> in a state at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> so that, that, that's, that's it. And it's funny how the theme went from what we were talking about with the managers in the World Cup to yeah. now that's what you need. The NFL is doing it too. Like, yeah. fuck all these old guys. Like, we need new blood, fresh ideas. Yeah. The guy in, in Philadelphia... Right? Perfect example. Sean Payton was like that when he came in. He was a no... Well, I mean, he wasn't a nobody, but... You're starting to get there with MLB managers, too. It's like, why stick with these old men set in their ways? Nope. It's like, why don't we work with a dude who's willing to work with all other facets of it? Like, whether it's sabermetrics or whatever. Mold. Yeah. You, You got your GM trying to mold whatever. Same with football. While trying to balance the books. But you need a man... The manager's there... Was it put all like, these pieces together like a puzzle and make it and work. And soccer has always been like that, where it's like like the really good club teams or international teams is, well, and it's what everybody marveled about Belichick until these last couple of seasons, but creating the system. Correct. To where you can put anybody in that system. Yep. And they're always going to be Anybody successful. of equal or better skill, and that's mental skill because it's not just with your feet. Right. Look at Brazil. Um, but cerebral, sorry, I had to laugh at that. (laughs) The cerebral assassin. But to look at the game that way, like a Modric, but everybody needs to be able to look at it that way. Borhalter can't fight his way out of a wet paper bag. No. And you're right, I think I want him to stay for... He can stick around until the Copa. Give him the Olympics, and if he is that next year? Uh, what are we in twenty twenty two? No, it'd be two years. Well, so you can't do that because that's the You're Copa right. yeah, when we, we got invited to. Uh, yeah, and, and the Copa is basically the continental championship of South America yeah. that United States was invited to. You got European. We talk about it. European championship that Italy is currently the champion. Yeah. Yeah, but we actually get to see that, like, if we can compete with Argentina, if we compete with Brazil. So there's the 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 four teams, like maybe five: Argentina, Brazil, Uruguay. Yeah, thank you. I was uh, trying to remember Chile. Yeah, Chile. Yeah, and four. So those are the four teams. Colombia's got a good good squad. Oh, good call. Thank you. Uh, Ecuador sometimes. Ecuador, but again. Every team, six that we yeah. just named, that could probably top or finish in the top two or three of CONCACAF. Yeah. Any one of those teams. I don't think we heard a Trinidad and Tobago. No. Jack, whatever the <laughs> fuck your name. Warner. Well, Warner. Fuck you. I love you, Trinidad. You're a beautiful country. Yeah. That's, I'm done. Go ahead. Talk, let's, let's talk about. Uh, I'll switch. I'll switch back to baseball. Yeah. But actually, we're, and I mean, it's... It's funny because... It's a similar vein exactly. of, of... Well, and I'm I'm taking this more from the small spender kind of thing, which is... I keep thinking about, like, if you're, like, an A's fan or you're a Pirates fan, and you it's go... It's funny how those are the two organizations that well, come I'm just, Well, because 
where I always think about it in that, like, you know, Pittsburgh mainly, like, you have a loyal fan base. You have a beautiful stadium. You have, I mean... You have history. Right. If you put a product on that field, you will have money pouring in. shitting money. But it's because of the... Burning it. The owners view it as an asset. Where So if they could get their own... Is it Gary Cohen and... In New York, no, no, I'm thinking of somebody, nah, 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 nah. Or, or the owner of the Mets who who buys oh, yeah, them up, who, yeah, and just starts writing checks. You mean like Jeff Bezos maybe doing with Manchester United? Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, holy fuck, that would be a perfect shit show. And Go this, ahead. but but like this time of year, that's when if I were, and you know, St. Louis is a mid market team, yeah, as a they quote say, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Give me a fucking break. But um. But if I were in one of those small market teams and you see, and you just go like, how come we can't attract, like, they don't have to live in Pittsburgh. No. But why can't you attract, or, but I'm sure there's plenty, there's a group that could be put together in a town like Pittsburgh or, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to Kansas think of another. Kansas City would be another yeah, one, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, and you're talking the about. The Brewers, Minnesota, like right. all of these teams who c- compete but like put together an ownership group or find somebody to come in that has a blank checkbook right. and not necessarily a blank checkbook but like enough to compete right like you're not going to be the Yankees I mean, or the Red Sox or the Dodgers or San Francisco granted just, those teams are going to get a lot of money this year from the luxury taxes exactly, from the Yankees from the, the four Mets. teams that yeah. I just mentioned yeah exactly but um but you don't have to spin like that. But you don't have to spin like penny pinchers. Like but there's spin like you want to win, right? Like you're not trying. And it makes perfect sense because football teams in Europe, soccer teams, they do that too. Like they yeah. work towards the bottom line, right? You 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 want to you want to make break even is the worst. Yeah, which you want to be in the green, and you can't. Fans don't realize how much say they have in the product where like was it the A's yeah the fans went fuck you we're done right. and they have one of the most loyal fan bases in the in the majors right or used to yeah well I mean wow that, they've been pushed out now but that's why the Royals are still in, K- in, in Kansas City right is that I mean they may not sell out every game but they still draw enough they sell enough no season, motive to they, move them out. They sell enough season tickets. They know they're going to have good baseball teams. I will to come say through. this though: it's like I think with with KC, they got a new owner like two or three years ago. Has it been after they won? Yeah. Won right? And then, but with the way where that city's going, yeah, eventually no, they're going to have enough. Apparently, like, they're going to generate. Cities where you need to live these days. It's it's a fun city. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Good barbecue. I was born south of KC close yeah but you Missouri didn't. side did you live there yeah until I was like two. Oh yeah so what's so what's your favorite restaurant <laughs> I don't know I just remember the barbecue was dope yeah Leavenworth was awesome not a lot of sauce on it good no, good dry barbecue a lot of people it's hey it's where it's where Charlie Parker was from so so yeah oh look at that we ended it on a fucking Charlie Parker joke yes we did <laughs> Yes, we do. So what we're saying is old white people spend money on yes. their teams. Yeah. Ooh. That's perfect. There you go. Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com.
Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>